Okay, uh, Haikal. Haikal, uh, after this, you can upload it yourself, right? I guess. Okay, let's start. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the uh, BingeCast podcast. I'm your host, Amrul Aymar, and here with me is Amrul Haikal and his twin. So, today, uh, this week, our team focuses on historical uh dramas or you know period pieces so um before we go on about all this uh what kind of period pieces have you boys watched i mean a lot i guess um uh, i mean it's no longer secret that we all love history i mean like in most of our podcasts we are usually (laughs) i think our last podcast like um two two last podcasts we talk about pearl harbor and stuff so i think the viewers already know that we are uh, like history that much i mean like are we all a nerd like let's 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 face it, we all nerds when it comes to history. Yes, so, I yeah, do. I, yeah. I, I watch a lot of military-based ones. Like, um, everything, when there's a bad, if there's a conflict in the movie, I probably watch it. Uh, among all of them, what's the one that you, you know, hold fondly? Hold dear? Mm. Um, I think um, Lawrence of Arabia is probably my favorite. Oh yeah, I, I love that. Um, it's a very very uh, you know, historic. Oh, I haven't, wa- I haven't watched that one. You haven't watched that one, you fool. <laughs> so what, what kind would... of movie do you watch? What kind of movie you watch, Akim? Come on. Oh. I mean, I don't watch a lot of historical movie because I'm a bit picky on that one. But I think if you, if one I hold here, I guess uh, Kingdom of Heaven. If you guys have watched uh, that one, Crusader. <laughs> This guy is trying to take Jerusalem, everyone. Take note. We will take Jerusalem. Well, I mean, now, like among us, I guess um, Aima have probably the best um the best knowledge when it comes to military history and you know history in general because like uh, every time I go to this guy's house, like or when I enter his room, usually like watching this kind of stuff or playing this kind of game. So can you tell us a bit like uh, what what kind of uh, historical things you usually watch and yeah, you know, in terms of like drama. Uh, historical dramas, you know, even though they call it a lot of historical and all that, it's very, I would say, a lot of uh, artistic liberties are taken. Let's just say, you know, Chernobyl. Ah, uh, yes. I like one of the scenes in that was said that, oh, uh, people died on the bridge of so called Bridge of Death, uh, a railway, a railway bridge over Chernobyl. Well, that didn't. I mean, the bridge did exist, but the myth of like people dying in it is just that a myth. It, it never happened. Like, uh, one of the historians that uh, specializes in Chernobyl just said, "Oh, uh, he talked to a guy that was on the bridge and said no one died there. That was there, died of you know uh, radiation, uh, afflicted illnesses, or, or or something like that." So, I would say, and uh, let's just look at. Uh, you know, uh, the Pacific. Uh, there are even even though it's very actually more accurate than Band of Brothers, in my opinion. Uh, there are a lot of artistic uh, liberties. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, when the police, when they uh, took when the Marines took the uh, supply caches from the army, I think some of them were. Uh, reprimanded and they didn't just get away with it so a lot of artistic liberties are taken for you know comedy maybe drama maybe all that what what do you guys think of this 
I would say artistic look. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. The... Like um, apa like um, if you watch like military movie, like for example, like I, I don't you know, like most military movie, like there will be where will be a scene where they will like they will just go against the order and to do something heroic. And like in most uh, articles or like stories that I read or I hear from, they 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 never get away with that st- that kind of stuff. You abandon your post, you definitely get your ass kicked for that. How about you, Hakim? I'm, I I mean you, I mean that's a problem. That's a problem, right? Because they have to make make it like presentable to the public, make it you know telling a story in movie. You you need to make it interesting. They have to add their artistic interpretation of what happened. So I think that's problem that been plaguing the historical movie for a while, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have to make it. Me. Go on, go on. Uh, because I think like okay, I understand it's for entertainment. I mean, I've I've talked about this multiple times. I understand for entertainment, but when it comes to embellishing history, I think it needs to be you know, uh, treated with greater care than you would. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say, you know, add fantasy and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, because like um, for example, I mean like the biggest offender that I can find that like, on top of my head is Pearl Harbor. Like um, they're trying to make it like um to make like the situation look so dire for the U.S. Army, but uh, let's just face it. If we if we all have a slight bit of knowledge in history, we know that Pearl Harbor is a big blunder by the U.S. Army. They already know Japanese are coming, yet they will have a B-17 flight or something. I read it somewhere. Um, I mean like there's a lot of documentary about this and but the movie though, oh man, the movie. <laughs> we have to talk about Pearl Harbor. Like, come on, we have to talk about Pearl Harbor, we guys. Yep, I I don't understand, especially like when the attack happened. I saw like modern destroyers. I forgot they were like me, probably kid class destroyers. Uh, yeah, yeah, be, yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> would have missiles on there. God. It's I mean, terrible. like when I watched that movie, I I, I half expect expecting to see a Iowa class in Pearl Harbor. Good thing they haven't done that. But then, and then there's a one scene that's really Yamato class on the Japanese fleet. Like what? I think that's Midway. We had we have to talk about Midway. Oh yeah, Midway was even worse. Oh my god, Midway had like three, four Yamato class destroy other uh, battleships. They never even they barely fielded two. And the third one was in case for our viewers, in case for our viewers that doesn't know, um, the Japanese only managed to build two um um Yamato class battleship. One being, and the other one was converted to the aircraft carrier. So in that one scene where they show like the four Yamato class, that's kind of like that doesn't make sense in terms of historical and you know it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, because let, let's just say, uh, you know, a lot of these are like very historical and all that stuff. Uh, I don't understand why they want to embellish history by making it look so dramatic. Maybe, do you guys think it might be because of budgetary constraints? Hmm, I mean, it could be. What about what are your opinion, Akim, on this one? I don't know about budgetary constraints. Okay, if they were planning to make a historical movie, they're supposed to do like in-depth research on the subject, right? True, true, yes. true. So I don't think monetary, something... monetary constraint has anything to do with what they did. Like for example, if I want to say like that one that movie that I uh, dislike the most is The Last Samurai. Have you ever watched it? Oh yeah, Last Samurai. Uh, you mean, I mean the first Wubu? I mean, it was supposed <laughs> to be about the Satsuma rebellion, right? But the way yeah, they make, uh, the way they romanticize the samurai, I mean they are rebels at that point, right? So that's yeah, yeah. I, I hate the most. I don't like that kind of 
movie like they 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 make a create a antagonist sort of thin air to justify uh ni the rebels I mean, true, true. I guess I I guess it's pretty it's pretty it's more nuanced than that, but yeah I I agree all the same. Uh, talking about you know historical dramatizations and all that, Greyhound. Ah, Greyhound. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. You haven't watched it's, that one, you fool. I wouldn't say it's terrible. The action scenes are pretty nice. Uh, how uh, the screenplay is pretty nice. Uh, the character Tom Hanks uh played uh you know Ernest Krauss. It's very very good. I mean, uh, he's a good know, actor. Yeah, he's been uh yeah. You Tom Hanks is a good actor. Uh, about everything from you know a soldier from the beaches of D Day and saving Private Ryan and you know Cap. Turn uh, Sully in, you know, Sully about the miracle on the Hudson. He's a very stellar actor, and I guess Greyhound. Like when it comes to historical movies, we can probably binge watch one, uh, you know, his, uh, historical movie after the other. Let's just say, uh, Greyhound. Uh, after that, let's just look at, hmm, how. I think the last one is actually quite nice, for at least for me. Uh, now, uh, well, uh, let's talk about uh, when it comes to World War Two historical, uh, you know, dramas or miniseries. You barely see anything uh, from the uh, German side or the Japanese side, you know, which is yeah, very very cool. Most of movies was like from the Allied side instead of the um, Axis. But I think like uh, one one movie that I remember clearly from the Axis side was um, Valkyrie. I think it's Valkyrie is called. I, I don't remember that one. Uh, the one where... was also from the yes. American side, wasn't it? Yeah, but yes. the, it was in German army. So you get to see the perspective from the Wehrmacht army instead of ah, like yeah. allies storming the damn um, fortress and stuff like that. Um, like, I know, like histor- I know that history are written by the victors, but sometimes we need to see it from the enemy's perspective because let's be honest here, all in World War II, every country commit war crimes. Let, let's face it. Yeah. I do. Yeah, think. yeah, exactly. I think one of like the uh, um, best uh, miniseries to binge watch about um, German uh, experiences is uh, Generation War, which is very excellent, especially in the uh, you know how it depicts uh, combat on the Eastern Front. The the uh close in combat the brutality how how soldiers you know used to do ce- ceasefires how the uh wehrmacht uh were ruthless in you know handling partisans how the partisans hate Jews. it's a very very gritty and realistic depiction of the eastern front yeah but speaking but, of yeah. eastern front um uh, yeah. that's not that many movie that um depicts eastern front uh, is it just me, yeah. or there's not that many shows or movies that like really show us what is the fun? Like I can recall a few on top of my head, but it's just that I I don't see that much. Is it just me, or like am I am I tripping? Yeah, I think the one of the more famous ones was uh, what do you call it? Private about Private Vasily Zaitsev. I forgot oh, what was it called. Uh. Yeah. Something, something, blood on the gates or something. Oh yeah, yeah, I think I said that one before. 
I guess, I guess, I guess a lot of war movie like really centered about what American uh, are fighting. So Oh, I Enemy guess that's. at the Gates. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can watch right about that. Most, most movies depict American or um, British side. Granted that they are like the filmmakers from Americans and it's easier to see record, to see record from the American side and as compared to seeking one from the Soviet one because like, as we all know, Soviets are fiddled with um, confidelity, like uh, everything secret, stuff like that. Um, but still, it would be fun. Like, since they were going to like dramatize the um the battles anyway i mean i want to see something from the eastern side or stuff like that it would be fun I would really like to see, you know, um, and actually, uh, like something from, let's say, the Finnish or you know, the Italian, the first Italian army on the Eastern Front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Instead the Battle of, of Stalingrad or something. Spanish stuff. Oh yes, please, Battle of Stalingrad. Uh, especially like in how like they clean uh the uh buildings room to room. It's amazing. I would love to see it. You know, it's gritty realism. But of course. But sadly, we are stuck with two adaptation of Pearl Harbor for some reason. <laughs> I mean, Which that's one the thing, is because the other adaptation? Then that's the old one, and then there's the new one. Like, um, the uh, old yeah, one is okay. Tora, tora, tora. Yeah, the old yeah, one is okay, tora. but the new one is like, I've got to be honest, it sucks. Oof. It's an insult to Pearl Harbor veterans. I I I'm pretty sure not none are left alive, so they won't be insulted by that. But I I'm insulted. I'm pretty sure I'm insulted. Apologies. <laughs> yeah, I I so, would. Yeah, go on, go on, go on, go on. Especially like you, you can see like the zeros they're using like late war camouflage. I was like, excuse me, who's using late war camouflage on my ship? <laughs> That's so not the worst offender, though. That's not the worst offender. Because like when we talk to like historical inconsistencies, like even in media in general, um, there tend to be a lot of misconception around the Japanese army. For example, there are multiple claims that say um, kamikaze that technique was deployed in Pearl Harbor, which is a complete lie. Like that's I, those kind of misconception. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with this theory. Like Pearl Harbor got struck by kamikaze. I think you guys are familiar with this one. You know, every time I hear that, I just feel like killing someone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. I think it was deployed after late Gulf. I think or like when they started lo- to lose the war. It's just so retarded. Oh, Japanese kamikaze, banzai charge. Come on, is that all you do? Um, also, like the one thing that I read is that um, like mo- when like Malaysian movie made like the invasion of Japanese movie, right? They usually make it that Japanese make it sound like Japanese are like this, just an army, a group of infantry. Like there's no machinery involved. Like, but we all know the Japanese did deploy some um armored armored vehicle in um in siege of Malaysia and um Singapore. So it's one thing that you didn't see when in movies. It maybe because of budget, I don't know. But I just something that bugs me for a while. Oh yeah, I do agree because uh you know especially like in terms of Malaysian movies, I saw one one like one really old period piece. Um, the Japanese guy was. Malay and like the the Malay was looked surprisingly East Asian. I was like, what? When did they swap? When did they swap? What? What was that? I, feel I think defiled. I mean for I think yeah, I guess on, for I Malaysian movie because it was a very old piece. I think budget issue back then was a real thing. I mean, there's no CGI back then, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Yes, okay, okay. Compared to compared to what we do nowadays, but. If you want to talk about uh, 
apa ni military uh, misinterpretation how how do you guys think about fury fury <laughs> okay fury so, okay. I'm not, no personally i disagree oh yeah personally, go on, let's, disagree. Hear it. let's hear it okay, let's just look at fury fury one way uh uh when they said uh what oh uh uh, uh tigers were the best uh something something that the uh uh germans ever had and then they give the uh um what they gave the germans the worst kind of uh what you know commanded they, they give the the crew were basically brain dead I mean that's like kind of like interpretation of like multiplayer game in Ger- Ger- when you playing German side your teammates are brain dead so I guess that the 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 sentiment is there <laughs> I guess because it look it for me it's just so retarded like one one thing that bugs me the most is that like um if I'm not mistaken the Sher- the um Fury was the Sherman 76 isn't it Well yeah it's a Sherman easy Yeah so it, it it's supposed to he can face tiger like pretty easily especially that old tiger one like tiger h1 it's like it's kind of food for the 776 but in the movie they picks the tiger like this one indestructible machine which is like i think it's kind of like i don't know it just it just seems wrong to me that's the thing oh, right? they just keep wrong? playing on the they just keep playing on the rumors and everything that the war uh and they come out from the war into the movie and they just disregard the facts yeah it's just oh oh it's for It's, it it needs four showmans to kill a tiger every time you see a tiger when generally Americans uh, brought four showmans to a uh, fight. That's why it was four showmans to kill a tiger because it's what they had. Let And look look at like how the Germans are decided. Oh, we already are in a concealed position. We already have smoke. Oh, what we, what do we do? Let's we rush to the open. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, like during the initial engagement, I I don't understand why the, uh, uh, why why the commander you know had to uh you know, grab his pants and just um. How do I say this? Uh, he had to. Uh, attack the what, the rearmost, uh, tank when. Like a German, a German tank commander. No matter how green, would the first lesson would be shoot at the front. Uh, shoot, shoot the tank in the front to ensure that. Uh, what? Uh, the, and the, the, the the column stop right. The armored yeah, column stop. The, 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 the column stops, and then they just play on. Oh, uh, late war German tank crewmen was were absolutely retarded. It just pisses me off. It just yeah. plays on much miss yeah because like um even even in the late war the Wehrmacht and the ss are pretty still a potent um infantry and army so playing on that myth that the german late war are poly trained is kind of like it's it's most movie plays on that stuff so it's kind of pissed me off a lot sense but in terms of let's just say uh, all the heavy stuff let's just say king tigers tigers All the um, heavy Panzer battalions. Uh, they were recruited by the They were almost always, uh, you know, deployed uh, with with elite crewmen. Let's just look at the Panzer Lehr division. Let's just look at 
die äh, Einpanzerdivision äh, Fallschirmhörmen Göring. Die wurden in, um, you know, even in the Panzerleitdivision, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, Hitlerjugenddivision, uh, SS, they actually had boys that were actually quite well trained. And they, like, suddenly, like, let's talk about the SS in the final encounter. They were charging a lone tank up front, you know, up, up front and center, just charging, like, a couple of mindless zombies. It just pisses me off. Yeah, like, even, even if you're a polytrain, like, even if you, like, never been trained as army before, the first thing, when you saw a tank, you would think, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to charge from the front. That tank have, like, what? 350 caliber uh, machine gun and like a uh, 67 millimeter cannon <laughs> like even if you like we never train this army you're pretty sure not to approach it from the front i don't know maybe it's just me yeah it's just i don't know it's just basically american chest something this pisses me off every time but i um, guess props they, to where I guess they were trying um fury Fury did use um real tank in the movie, so I think props to that. While while some people either use mock-ups or like CGI, so I guess that's something they get right. They get the tank right, at least for me. Yeah, at least you know they got the tanks right. But you know, watching it again and again just leaves a bitter taste in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, can I, know, I, I can kind of understand that. If they want to like uh, you know, do a good interpretation of a tiger tiger fight i would say a tiger versus a firefly crew would be nice oh because yeah, oh, yeah. michael whitman was killed by uh i think one of like the fireflies of second human redivision or something like that i kind of forgot uh, what was the outfit's name yeah that was a good instead we have this stupid tank crew that's so melancholic and led by Brett of all people it's just so terrible <laughs> like i'm pretty sure hakim right now is going well what are they talking about because like and for those who don't know hakim <laughs> is not that good with tanks and stuff like that <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not a tank hit yeah <laughs> so I, i'm pretty sure he's clueless like what's a firefly what's the 78 i know i think he's not tiger everyone everyone and their mother knows about tiger yeah i do agree yeah uh everyone knows about tiger especially like from the history channel you probably thought that the tiger could do everything but fly. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember those kind of like those kind of documentary. Like they depict the tigers is one super weapon that can do everything. Like it cannot be panned, it cannot be destroyed. Guns can destroy everything in one shot. And uh, let's be honest here, no weapon is perfect for the Wormark. I mean, like um as um what as the war progress, the Wormark weapon get more and more ridiculous. Um E one hundred. Um so yeah. Hitler was an idiot. You know, in the, you know, in those documentaries, they're trying to show that how hard American uh, try their best to win against German, I guess. That's why they depict most of German uh, uh, infantry, such as the invincible infantry, the invincible weapons, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah that might be. You know, when it comes to, like, a series that are worth binge-watching because of their historical value, you know, Peaky Blinders is a good, uh, you know, piece. Because I think oh, Peaky yeah. Blinders, it's, you know, it's based on the real Peaky Blinders, although it doesn't follow it that closely. But, you know, the depiction of, like, industrial era gangs is very nice. I like the 
outfits, how the uh, how uh, you know industrial industrial revolution era Britain was depicted, uh, the the characters and their mannerisms, their speech. It just this authenticity, and I think another uh, good uh, historical series. Honestly, I wouldn't call this historical. It's probably like historical fantasy. Uh, it's it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know, Merlin, Merlin. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the Legend of King Arthur. Um, like um, I don't know if it's historical or not. I think it's that more like a folk, like um, folklore than historical. Ah, uh, yes, I I agree about that. But you know, yeah. The series was amazing. Maybe myth or legend once you know born from. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of history, but it's, yeah, as I came say, the series was amazing. Like you have to hand it to it. Like, it's not historical, but the series is amazing. You have to give to that. You know, talking yeah, about you know, talking about uh, historical uh, film in general. Do you guys hate it that we have two Pearl Harbor, but we have non movie about let's say Castle Eater or uh, the Bismarck, something like that. We have one for Bismarck. It was the old one, however. Oh, we have one for Bismarck. Is it? Yeah, I, don't even, I never know. The Bismarck or something. Like yeah, it was a very old movie, but it's still nice. But yeah, Castle Eater. There's not that many movies that depict the Battle of Castle Eater. I don't think there's any movie that depicts the Battle of Castle Eater. Yeah, if it? there is any, um, I don't know about it. Yet. Yeah, because it's a very such a unique battle in history. Maybe yeah, because exactly. the fact and we have that, no um, movie this, about. Yeah, go on, I keep going, go on. Exactly, it's a good, it's a good story, and here we are have two story about Pearl Harbor. You know, it's kind of kind of boring, Uh Maybe because like um, castle. The thing about castle eater is maybe because like the German are working together to, with the US. So like maybe um, in terms of filmmaker, they're like ah, oh, this one made a good movie because they are working with the enemies. While Pearl Harbor, the US faced this like total annihilation and total defeat, but. They kind of want to make make it look like oh yeah they they, they even even with this kind of defeat we are strong so like in most oh, US movies that I watch yeah yeah they kind of want to make the like, US look like this strong omnipotent force of army like most movies yeah. there is again it's been almost a century since World War Two ended when can this end <laughs> this will never end I guess you're right honestly. When it comes to you know depiction of the adversary in uh, historical set pieces, let's look at you know uh, the Pacific for its portrayal of the you know Imperial Japanese uh, forces. To me, I think it's actually quite interesting because you know at the time uh, social indoctrination of uh, Jap- of you know Japanese. Uh, Soldiers was very strong, and now, of course, it's very very different. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree on that one. But um, like let's let's uh, move a bit away from World War Two because like I'm pretty sure we will be like, oh no, this is a historic history lesson podcast. So let's talk about something a little bit older because like um, when it comes to historical consistency, there's one movie that always bugged me the most, which is um, 300 BC. Oh. Spartan 300. Yeah, yeah. Don't get started on 300. I know Hakim is very good with this one. So let's let him explain to our viewer. Go on. Uh, I don't even know how to explain because I don't like the movie. (laughs) 
No, no, that's just explain like the setting in general. Like, uh, what, so, you watch the movie like multiple times. So, yeah, go on. So, 300 is about uh, Patan army led by King Leonidas versus uh, King Xerxes uh, Persian army that is invading the the continent. So, I think this movie, the most flaw in this movie is how they portray, I guess, the Persian as the super bad guy, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like imagine, uh, do you guys remember when like um King Xerxes met with Leonidas and he was in this big giant throne with people carrying on the bottom? Like, where did they get? Where did they get the inspiration from? Yeah, yeah. Also, like um, I think was what the night battle like uh when like the Xerxes sent his like elite forced to um, attack Leonidas at night and like uh, what they said was ninjas I think they were ninja there was any ninja isn't it yeah it, it, they, they yeah, say it all the most fearsome word is in all of Asia it, it was supposed to be the, the immortals Japan. yeah yeah the, the immortals were you know uh, you know central or you know South Asian and yet we have this you know uh katana wearing and like they wore like you know those samurai masks it just feels so out of place i mean it's good for a spectacle but it just looks so weird i mean the movie itself on the premise is weird i mean like like i don't know the specific hakim maybe can like um, iterate on this one but um if, if i'm not mistaken the, it's not only 300 spartan versus the persian am i right oh yeah exactly it's not only 300 spartan it's like slave helots you know the 300 is less just you know uh, the spartans but Spartans bring their slave, and also there's a few contingency from Athens that want to join the fight. So <clears> probably <throat> number around 10k, at least 10,000. It's not it's not 300. <laughs> yeah, so really it, it just focuses so much on you know the Spartans and not other Greek contingents. It just it's a disgrace to the memory of the the um you know. Yeah, I, I think I kind of get it. They, they kind of. I think I kind of get it. They wanted to show that how strong the Spartan is. I mean, they are fearsome warrior, but the the battles like there's more people contributing to the battle other than the Spartans, of course. Yeah, I do uh, agree. Yeah, um, but um, get it where it's Dudo. The movie have a lot of meme meme material in it, so it's kind of, I kind of <laughs> like it. <laughs> oh yeah, I do agree. It's very meme. <laughs> I guess at Going on to the next medieval movie, I think um, we have to talk about like Hakim's favorite, Kingdom of Heaven. Come on, Hakim. Say, um, explain to our viewers what is Kingdom of Heaven, the premise is about. Right, Kingdom of Heaven's premise is around the, the First Crusade, uh, which is uh, Salahuddin is trying to conquer the, uh, of course, the Holy Land from the, uh, the Crusades. So what I like a lot about this movie is there's no antagonist in this movie. I think they're balanced out very well between that the two parts are fighting for the equal um equal stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like they didn't oh, depict yes. the they didn't depict the Muslim as the bad part or they didn't depict the uh Christian as the bad part. They just put both have their own struggles and their own goals in this uh battle. I think they do do it very well and the actors are amazing. You know, in, in what part do you do you think they are amazing? I mean, the Salahuddin actor, for example, is just show that uh, the the Muslim army and of course and also the the Crusaders both have their own internal struggle struggle within. For example, uh, the one that the Crusader that uh, killed 
Salahuddin brother and Salahuddin sister, for example, and how Salahuddin retaliate. Just show that these two sides doesn't have like um, deep grudge against each other. It's just they are fighting on the same goal, like to retake Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah. We will take Jerusalem. We will take Jerusalem. We will take Jerusalem. I think that's a very rare aspect in movie, which is balancing between antagonist and protagonist. Yeah. Most movies, like war movie, like they depict the antagonist like this merciless, evil killing machine. Um, like let's say, uh, most Japanese based movie, uh, Japanese uh, like uh, American versus Japanese usually like the Japanese are this uh, merciless, uh, evil killing machine. Like uh, American versus uh, German, uh, same thing. So like in the kind of happened when I first watched it, I was like, ah, the enemy does have feelings. I never know that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I mean, that that's that's it's just kind of one thing that. So yeah, moving on to our next like um not moving on like um but the one thing that I say like the movie that I really don't click with me the most is um Forty Seven Ronin. Oh yeah. Oh my god, do I not even talk about that? Yeah, we have to talk oh. about this. This is historical. We have to talk about this. How long are we this... to avoid the fact? The history was so good, and then we have white guy and few monsters in it. It's like. Uh... Get me out. It just looks so awkward, at least for me. Super awkward. Like I, I've seen, I've seen like um cartoon do better depiction of samurai than this um than that movie. And even video games have better samurai than that movie. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like night and days. Like why? Why are the monsters in there? Why? Why are they can reefs? Why? <laughs> I mean, nah, they... that one thing that that one thing that plagues me the like confuses me the most. Like, you get this very good premise, and then you have to um like screw it up. Like, let's talk about the biggest offender when it comes to monster, the Great Wall. Remember that? Oh my Aww. god! Let's not even talk about that. We have to talk about that. Uh, sadly, we have to talk about that. This is a movie. We we are here to give our listener facts, and we have to talk about the Great Wall because I think that was the the weirdest piece of history that I watched ever. Ah yes, I'm going. I'm going to have to agree. I remember walking out from the theater feeling like, oh, "What did I just watch? What is that?" I mean, the the cinematography is great, but the story doesn't make sense. I mean, mix. I mean, for me, sometimes you know, in some areas, it makes sense. The whole premise doesn't make sense at least for me. I mean, I uh, guess. Like, I guess... In, in in what terms do you think it, it doesn't make sense? I mean, the the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> ah yes Let, let's not even like, talk about like, the monsters it's, o- it's obvious it's that like the Great Wall was created to uh, stop the Mongols from crossing over to China and then that, all of a sudden we have this um, upper apocalypse hordes coming and the wall actually stopped them wow <laughs> the wall actually stops them like we know <laughs> from like 2016 election that walls doesn't work totally on that <laughs> the, 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 the capital the capital as uh, a demand so. <laughs> so yeah, oh yeah. Speaking about history, like uh, like last year, two thousand twenty was such a historical event. There's a lot of historical event going on in two thousand twenty. Like let's talk about what movies that can happen in twenty twenty. Like in the future, depicting like twenty twenty, the whole coronavirus pandemic and stuff like that. It just. I don't, I don't think they can make any movie that look that make this pandemic look good. I suppose. I mean, what's what's the fun in this? They already have one. If I'm not mistaken, it's called COVID something contagion or something. 
contagion was like years ago, wasn't it? No, no, no. Um, it's like an evolution of the COVID 19 virus. It's called uh something something um what uh COVID 25 or something. It just looks so, so retarded. <laughs> oh no! Did 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 Americans save the world now? Or what? Yes. Yes, I'm not even joking. Of course, Americans uh, save the world. They even refuse uh, to wear a mask. Look, 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 look at their looking at their uh, what <laughs> uh, track record in the pandemic. It just looks so laughable, at least for me. Nah, it's it's a it's a fact though. Like, why there's when there's some like that that kind of movie, American or where there's Saturday, when in reality we can see like clearly that it won't happen. It just looks retarded. Yeah, I don't know it just looks pathetic and an embellishment of real history. You know, you know when you grow up and then you watch all these American movies, it's like, wow, the Americans amazing. And then when you grow up, it's just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> oh, mommy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have, we all have that kind of sentiment. Like, remember it's when you were learning, when you were learning, and then your parents would say, yeah, you need to study well so you can go to America to study. And I will always counter back with, hell no, I don't want to pay three thousand for ambulance ride. <laughs> <You agree. laughs> My good lord, I'm so I'm so taking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like this. This is kind of like answers that for people, for listener. If your parents are insisting for you to go to America, use this kind of an answer. The ambulance ride costs three thousand dollar. Go figure. Alright, we kind of getting sidetracked here. We we are bashing Americans right now. We kind of getting sidetracked here. I mean, that's the point of a podcast. Yeah, that's the point of a podcast. Getting sidetracked. Now about historical dramas, you know, uh, w- among all of like the, um, you know, we've we've been talking about war too much. You know, do do you guys have any other historical dramas that you know are not war? That's the thing, though. Like war drama are so good compared to like normal historical drama. Who want to watch um something about Renaissance where you can watch tank busting each other? <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. Like, I don't know if that kind. Like, uh, maybe some people out there say, "Oh, I want to watch the life of Da Vinci." Well, I don't. I want to watch Tang getting blow up. How about uh, Vikings? Ah, it's still water. I mean, you know, I guess it is war. I I'm gonna have I guess, to. I guess to... Vikings is more like the lifestyle of the Viking. I like, yeah, I like that story a lot. A lot of, a lot of stuff. I guess I because of like the Vikings' natural, uh, you know, uh, pertinence for war, penchant for war, you know, it it always leads to some sort of conflict, even though it's you know, a how it just um, it's just how they live, right? Yeah, it's just how they live. Speaking of Viking, you know, like um, like the the drama series Viking in History Channel, I think it's in History Channel. I'm not mistaken. Um, one thing that I'm disappointed the most is that they didn't show how the Viking found Greenland and then name it Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be honest here. Like Greenland is a block of ice, and then they decide, oh yeah, let's name it Greenland. <laughs> I like they should really, really, really adapt that. I want to see that. Like, what's go to the brain? Like, huh? This is a bad place. Let's name it Greenland. I suppose if they want to finish the right now story, they can do that. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can do that. Like I started to think maybe the maybe the Viking are colorblind or something. 
you know let's, think... uh, when we talk about history we cannot we cannot talk about, we cannot you know escape about talking about alternate history aha the, ma- the man the man of high castle for example oh the man of high castle oh yeah honestly i, I like... quite hate the uh um... yeah yeah uh well li- how do i say this uh i quite hate how the uh you know german supporter it just they just look so inept especially uh, both the germans and the japanese it it's just so jarring from actual uh what from actual you know how the german are you know projected to be developed it just it just weird for me But I guess those kind of movie are pretty, you know, pretty uh, flexible on their interpretation of history because they're making yeah, alternate uh, realities, right? Yeah, because everything's a what it. Yeah, I think I like that glad the most because something that we don't know. We didn't, we 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 know intimately about uh, our history, but when we they portray in like another dimension, we're gonna left like what is happening? Like why are they there? You know why why are the Japanese conquering America? You know. Um, I, mean, I kind of want to see what happened. I can, I really yeah, want to like yeah, exactly. the thing that movie started like American or the lost, but I really want to see how the Japanese win. Like I really want to see that. Cause let's be real here though, the Japanese are pretty. The Japanese messed up badly during the war. <laughs> let's let's face it. <laughs> And what, like, what uh, do you... yeah, yeah, gone. Like what do you mean? Like they uh. Uh, you know, let's just talk about uh Japanese performance during the war. Do you guys think they were performing badly in the early war? Early... Yeah, I guess. I were... guess. I guess they were doing well until they bombed Pearl Harbor, I suppose. <laughs> you what? <laughs> See, when we talk about like historical, they always Pearl Harbor. We always have to talk about Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I mean, because we that was the main, the that was the main turning point for the Japanese in the war. There was, they wake up the war machine. There was something that they supposed not supposed. American be like, so you have chosen death. Uh, you know, when we talk about uh, you know, alternate history, let, let's just move on to like to like anime. You know, Oda Nobunaga no Yabo, Gender Band, <laughs> everyone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I watched that one. I watched that one for some reason. Gender Band, Gender Band historical figure. I'm looking at you, FGO. Oh, God, that's not FGO. It's 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 gender bent. Everyone, almost everyone. Let's not even talk about Astolfo. Yeah, that's not gender bent, no. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's no, no, no. It's a trap, which is weird. <laughs> like for most people, most of our listeners that doesn't know, go Google Astolfo Fate Grand Order, and then you will know what we are saying. Because just to hear, but oh yeah, uh, alternate story you always have this weird feeling to it. But most of most um like some movies they really done it very well, at least in my opinion. But if you talk about history, like like the term of the term history means that that thing happened a long long time ago, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So that means Star Wars kind of history then. Let's go. The, no, no, no. Let's not go that good. <laughs> no, no, no. Lord, let's not go. <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna trigger you're gonna trigger a lot of people here. Yeah, we're we're gonna get swamped by you know, uh, multiple, uh, multiple people you know, saying, "Oh, you're fans. wrong." <laughs> the, the the rabbit fans. I mean, it's it's a joke. It's clearly a joke, though. Like, I mean, I can't help it since Star Wars started with a long, long time ago. Like, that's history. 
I mean, who knows? We might we might have achieved Star Wars, and then the the society collapsed, and now we are stuck on Earth. Maybe I don't know. My God. Yeah, but let's not go there because ah yeah, we gotta get cancelled by Twitter for sure. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. And with that, we have reached the end of our podcast today. Uh, thank you for uh, having us, uh, Haikal and uh, Hakim. Yeah. Uh, thank you for inviting uh, me. <laughs> on short notice. Uh, <laughs> think, uh, this is our, uh, this is the Bingecast podcast. I'm your host, I'm Rol Aima, and we'll catch you next time. Wait, wait, I haven't killed the bot yet. Oh, I have to edit this, am I? Yep. Nah, never mind that. Wait, it's not leaving. Oh, it's not leaving. Kill it with fire. Kill it with fire. I think it's Gark. I think it's Gark. No, no, no. It's Craig. I call Craig. Curse all the comment. Try Gark. Curse all the Let's let me try. Let's. I have to edit. Oh, come on, bot. It's like 